sound, a universal energy forming organic tribal algorithms that spans the globe, reaching down to its very core. Release euphoric inspiration revolution. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the ultimate underground. experience with me your host captain and dj uncle earl for this installment of cabaret theater and fringe yes that's right ladies and gentlemen it is a jam-packed hour of entertainment from the theater side ah i had the privilege of being the host of the ebony cabaret which was Included in this year's fourth annual Hollywood Fringe Festival. It was a month long festival, started at the beginning of June, for the whole month of June actually. And we did three performances and were invited to uh, do the Friends Central Cabaret Nights as well by popular demand. And we were number four in the top ten must see shows of the festival out of hundreds of shows, ladies and gentlemen. Yes according to L.A. Weekly blog. Thank you very much. Yes, so I'll be bringing you some excerpts and highlights from the Ebony Cabaret and also um, a show called Listen, Can You Hear Me Now? written and performed by Gloria Rosen. I was contacted by Mr. Michael, Mike Abramson from Doma Theater, who was a producer on this production. He said, you better get down here and see us. This is really great. And she's a New Yorker, so she got my heart right there. And um, Michelle Coffer and uh, Michael Leone is the director. He's, he's highly sought after in the New York area. He's had many, many mega hits. And, I'm, and there's one other, Erica, another producer, Erica Katzen. Yes, and um, yeah, Peter Flint helped her conceive it. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And I also attended a production of Rent at the Doma Theater uh, about a month ago, so I'm bringing it to you now. I want to save it. This is a special moment. It was directed by Kristen Boulay, who has Two Cents Theater. So, you ready for an adventure? All righty then. Here we go. Check this out.
ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? I said, how you doing? I don't believe you, all right? All right then, I'm all right. My name is Lacey Darrell Phillips, a.k.a. Uncle Earl. Yeah, that's right. And that makes me feel good. Why don't y'all just say that for me, Uncle Earl? Uncle Earl! I feel it. How y'all doing? We're going to have a good time today. We're going to take you on a little trip. Back to the days when things were a little bit more greasy. <laughs> I had the privilege of working in a musical called Sophisticated Ladies with Gregory Hines. Thank you. And um, right here it started in L.A. back in the 80s. We were at the Schubert Theater in Century City when that was still there. So I want to dedicate this song to you tonight and in loving memory of him. Talking about that monkey, monkey, monkey 
Jonah, 
fish at the moon. Hold your night, you live in the wind. Little Moses was found in a stream. Little Moses was found in a stream. He floated on water till old Pharaoh's daughter. She fished him, she says, from that stream. Why do Zimbabwe Chakras, 
Messing up the balance instead of with the highest first. Doing the forbidden dance in the dark with those who don't even deserve to be accompanied by with the lights on on that little bottom tip. Do you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. If not, do you even comprehend? Baby, we can keep the lights on or dim them. Marvin Gaye it up while I whisper sweet something into your ear. Serenade you with my poetry. But I could touch you without even touching you, but touch you so every other person that does after me feels like the wind just trying me. To be perfectly honest, I just want to make love to you. Every time that you walk into the room, eye contact, eye contact, back and boom, while my pupils dilate and my cheeks turn rosy. I get a surge of adrenaline being a woman, I'm always ready. But the question is, are you ready for something new? Because if you really want me, you can have me with the utmost intensity and intensity to be perfectly honest. I just want to make love to you. I just want to make love to you. I said, I just want to make love to you. I don't want you to be no slave. And I don't want you to Work all day. There's just a one thing I I wanna do. I just wanna make love to you. Thank you. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna keep festivities moving forward. I'd like to say hello to someone first. The proprietor of this ship, Miss Desiree Park. <laughs> She's a good friend. You know each other from New York City. We both hitched up the buck truck and moved to Beverly Hills. Not hills. But we made it. So you guys having a good time? Oh, please let your friends know. Tweet about us. Facebook us. I also would love it if you would go on the HollywoodFringe.org site and add a review for Ebony Cabaret. That would be great so that other people can hear about your experience, things like that. HollywoodFringe.org and you can look up Ebony Cabaret and you can add a review that way. Um, I want to give a hand to our wonderful musical director, Aaron Provisor. He's been with us since day one and he's taking over a lot of responsibilities. So I just want to thank him for um, being flexible um, along with the rest of the cast too. I'm really grateful. And um, yeah, we're gonna probably try to take this show on the road, go down to the dirty south. Um, this is called Some Cats Know. The old prospector's nose for gold The sailor who can see the sky Again with sense of when to fold The trick to making apple pie These mysteries one cannot explain That old black art so queer and quaint Lies
if I had my druthers. Ooh, some cats know how to pray nice and pretty. Nice and soft and soon we're off to good times. Some cats know how to take it nice and slow. But if a cat Just I don't know. That's just too bad. Thank you very much. And now, oh, our host has returned. Okay, well, thank you very much. You know, he's back. He is back. Let's give it up for our host, Lacey. He's been doing a great job. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mama. Desiree Parkman, ladies and gentlemen. Desiree Parkman. Yes. We're going to bring to stage a very special lady. She is my sister. She has been family. I moved out here with not a lot of people. I thought my friends, they fell by the wayside and I didn't have any. And she sort of adopted me in. And she is awesome. I mean, none other than the fabulous Miss Ava Dupree. Hi, y'all. Welcome to the speakeasy. They got nasty people taking their clothes off and stuff. And we needed somebody to represent the good girls. And so I, I thought I'd, I'm one of the good girls. I'm gonna sing a song for you right now by some famous people. It was Jimmy been using a Johnny Mercer, but what nobody knew about Johnny Mercer was he wanted to be nasty. He, his wife had like MS or something and she couldn't anymore. And he fell in love with Judy Garland and not many people know this, but after he met Judy Garland, every song he wrote after that was for Judy. And so, um, I'm a good girl, but I'm going to sing a song for people who wanted to be nasty like those other people. <laughs> I took a trip on a train and I thought about you. I passed a shadowy lane and I thought about you Two or three cars under the stars A winding stream Moon shining down on some lonesome town With each beam it's the same old thing With every stop that we made thought about you And as I pulled down the shade I really felt blue Peeked through the crack Looked at the track The one going back to you And what did I do? I thought about you I took a trip on a train And I thought about you I passed a shadowy lane And I thought about you Town with each 
beam is the same old thing with every stop that we made. Oh, I thought about you. The one going back to you And what did I do? I said, what did I do? What did I do? I thought about you Thank you for taking this time with us today at the Ebony Cabaret. I want to thank three clubs for allowing us to be here during Fringe Week. Please look us up on Facebook, on Twitter, etc., etc. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Look at there, look at there, look at there. Ebony Cabaret is no joke, y'all. I'm so proud to be in that number. And I just want to give shout outs to the cast again. First of all, Miss Desiree Parkman, Sasha Fox, Frank Othello Anders Jr., Shy But Fly, Ashley DeBeecham, Jezebel Thunder, The Dancers, Camille Cardinale, Stacy Strickland, Tiffany Daniels, My Good Sister, Miss Ava Dupree, and our maestro and music director extraordinaire, Mr. Aaron Provisor. If you wake up in the morning and your first thought is, I want to act, or I want to sing, that's a first thought when you wake up in the morning. Don't ever disrespect that. Respect that feeling. That is something gut level. The most important thing in your life is to honor that, no matter what it is and just build your life around it because if you do that, it will work. If you have that vision and that is what you want to do, it will work. And I had this, this play that I'm really focused on right now very late in life and it is absolute focus. It has been since I first performed it in 2007 and it has come to life. It can work. But if that is in your heart and that is what really just possesses you, you can do it. There is no way you will not be able to do it. I don't care who tells you that you can't do it. Most of the people who tell you you can't do it, whatever's going on with them, you don't know what's in their head. Please make sure that all your cell phones have been turned up to full volume so that everyone can hear if it rains during the show. Text and talk to your friends during the show as well, as your conversation is what everyone came to the show to hear. Please also make sure to wait to unwrap any candy or snacks until the most important and serious moment of the show. And please, feel free to take lots of flash photography, as it does not distract the actress at all. In case of a fire, the exits are at the back of the theater. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Seriously, though, turn your phones off. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? This is Uncle Earl. Once again, I'm bringing you some more Fringe. Fringe, Fringe, Fringe. Here, I just witnessed a performance called Listen, Can You Hear Me Now? It's an autobiographical one-woman show, and I'm here with the writer and performer, Miss Gloria Rosen. How you doing? I am doing just great. This has been a, just a wonderful, wonderful experience. The audiences have been so responsive. I don't know. I, I don't know how I'm ever going to perform anywhere else because this. I am so in love with the set. Yeah. I don't know any other set where I would have two doors that I yes. can play with plus a window. Yeah. Two doors and a window. Yeah, for your cave. So for my cave, <laughs> for my cave, uh, and, and that is an absolutely true story. We mm -hmm. did that. And you are a New Yorker. I'm as a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker. Yes. I'm absolutely. Yes. Queens. Yes. So I live in New York. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not. I, I don't live in California. Okay. I came out here to because Michael said, "Let's. Do you want to do the Fringe?" And I said, "Oh, sure. Why not?" Yeah. And also the reason I came out here was that Michael and I don't have a lot of time together when he's in New York. Mm -hmm. He's a and busy guy. He's a busy guy. Yeah. But this would be a really good time for us to do this because I've just expanded the show to an hour. Mm -hmm. I really wanted him to direct it. Mm -hmm. We've had all of this time to really... And between last weekend and this weekend, we moved everything around in the show. Really? Oh, yeah. Third scene is now the first scene, and the first <laughs> scene is now the second scene. And I wrote an entirely new dialogue. The whole thing about 
going to visit a friend. Mm -hmm. I, that was like three days wow. ago. Is that difficult when things are shuffled around because you had so many versions in your head? It's not. Actually, it's because Michael is so good, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. And because it makes sense, I can somehow tie it together. Mm -hmm. It's okay. It's the new stuff that I wrote. Mm -hmm. That's what drives me nuts. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. And then I started making up stuff. And then Michael's, yeah. and Michael always tells me, honor the writer who happens to be me. Right. So, <laughs> honor yourself. In, yeah, <laughs> to thine own yeah. self be true. Because he has seen videos of the stuff that I do. He says, you don't stick to the script. And I said, well, no, not a lot. I kind of make <laughs> stuff up. He says, no, 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 you can't do that. Mm. But what it is is it, it's the basic structure i do use that but then i kind of make up stuff to go around mm -hmm. it and it, it it works my mother loved musicals but even with a hearing aid she couldn't really understand the singing so she would buy the album study the lyrics and then watch me while i mouth the words i was possibly the world's first lip singer <laughs> Sweeping down the plain, and the waving wheat can sure smell sweet when the wind comes right behind the red. Now, from inception, how long has it been? I started this, it must have been 2005, because I started it with my acting coach in New York, who's a mentor to both Michael and myself. That's how Michael and I connected. Okay. And it was his idea. Is that Peter Flint? That's Peter Flint. Ah, yeah. It's Peter Flint. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And um, I studied with him, and by the time I started studying with him, my, everyone in my family was gone except my mother. It was just my mother and myself. And every woman in the audience will know that mother and daughter together, not such a hot idea. Yes. <laughs> Especially when my mother thinks that the pressure cooker should cook everything, you know, I mean, yeah. telling her you don't put corn in a pressure cooker doesn't, you know, doesn't Two women in a kitchen is not a good idea. And I would tell my, tell Peter all these stories. Yeah. And he kept saying to me, he started saying, you have to write this down, mm. which other people had said to me, but he was serious about mm. it. And I Literally. said, no, yeah. I said, no, no, my, uh, no, Peter, I don't want to do this. I re really, really don't want to do this. I have no mm. desire to do this. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I told you a couple of funny stories, I don't remember anything else. <laughs> but I love him. Yeah. You know, I love this man. Yeah. And I just said, oh my God, he's never going to let up. Gonna and let he up. mentored the show. Mm. He mentored the show. And for a couple of years, I would just go in and he would just ask me questions. And the odd thing was, every time he asked me something, I'd remember something else. Mm -hmm. And then I'd say to him, okay, this is it, I remember anything else, that's it. <laughs> but it was like a chain reaction yeah. because I just, it just kept going until the thing was freaking huge, mm -hmm. you know, and somebody offered to produce it mm -hmm. in New York in a little, you know, a small yeah. little black box yeah. venue. Yeah. And I, just at that time, and there was an editor that Peter knew, and we worked. I got a crash course in playwriting I'm sure you that did. summer, and then I'm I sure. and I did it the first time, first time I ever had stage fright, wow. first time in my life. I just said, "What am I doing? <laughs> the worst idea I ever had." I'm when I first moved to New York, I found out about a group called CODA, Children of Deaf Adults. Okay, I get nervous when adults call themselves children of. <laughs> <laughs> totally real it is totally i could not i i could not believe it it was over a course of two days and i thought all right don't leave just wait till the big meeting tomorrow and this and that's what happened and i could not i never did that in my life spoken my parent and but they all did it mm -hmm. because the problem is as a hearing child with deaf parents you are never 
part of your parents' world. Mm. No matter how close you are with your parents, deaf world, hearing world, two completely different things. And they grow up wanting that, always wanting to be part of it. But as my mother got older and her eyesight wasn't so good, I started signing to her. She didn't like it. Mm -hmm. She didn't stop me because it was easier. Mm -hmm. wow, that was like wow. toward, you know, starting to... Wow. Toward the end. Wow. So besides this, I mean, you're an accomplished actress. You do film? Yes. As well? Yeah. You, I mean, I was in, just you? in a film called How to Break Up with Your Mother. And uh, uh, I ironic. was... Ironic. <laughs> how to Break Up... How ironic. <laughs> I end up... My first death scene. I mean, I've done a lot of shows where I'm a ghost mm -hmm. or, you know, I'm a presence mm -hmm. or whatever. Like Bubby's Shadow that I did. I was the grandmother who kind of floated around. But this is the first time I actually get... I started out live and got killed. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you that when they pour fake blood over you and you are stuck to the ground, you cannot move. <laughs> always, I don't know if I can say this on your radio, but always pee first okay. before they pour blood over you okay. because once you're stuck there, you cannot you move. Cannot. <laughs> That's it. Until they peel you off the floor. Wow. You can be it. there for hours. You huh? can be there for hours. Let's shift the camera this way. Go, oh my oh God. My. Okay. And you're a drama coach as well. I am a coach. Where do you teach at one I teach place at home. I teach oh, at home. Teach First student was somebody I knew who called and said, I want to, you know, I've talked to you and I know that you could teach and, you know, I really, really want to work with you on this. And I said, sure, I can do that. And I called Peter. Hmm. And I said, um, Peter, <laughs> I just said I could do something that I'm really not so sure I can do. Can I do that? And he said, yes, you mm -hmm. can do that. And because anything... It, he was like a father. He was like, like he was like really like a, like a, 13 years. That man was my father. You know, and at my age, it's hard to get adopted. Okay. You know, I mean, Michael was 17. I was not when I met this guy, and it was just wonderful. If he said I could do it, I could do it, and I had a wonderful time. You know, because it's basically just people come and they do things they shouldn't be doing, and you stop them from doing it, and then they're fine. Right. right. You know, and just see what they're doing. Teach them not to act. Just, just don't not act. to act. Just be. Just, just, yep. just be. Be yourself. Everything will be fine. Yeah. But I've really enjoyed that a lot. This is my legacy. <laughs> if you invite me to your home, I will follow you from room to room because I know that if I can't see you, you can't hear me. <laughs> this has been amazing because I have never worked with a crew. I, I've always done it, everything, just everything on my own, put it together and done everything on my own. It's the first time I've had producers. I basically had no idea what they were doing, except I knew they were all working very hard. Yes. And every time Michael said that we're working very hard, I got more nervous. I said, holy shit, you know, all these people are working so hard for me, I had better not screw this up. I mean, I came here completely terrified that I was going to mess up all the work that they had did. They were amazing. Yeah. What they did was really amazing. I am now totally spoiled. I don't ever want to do this without my crew. Oh, that's right. You know, I get little messages that say we'd like to interview. Oh, I'm going to give you my producer's number. I'm going to arrange it for you. I feel like the biggest freaking diva. I mean, yeah. it's just hey, been amazing. Hey, hey, you know, you, you deserve it. You, you know, you work really hard, and the piece is great. Thank you. It's a great piece. And I wanted to say thank you to Mike Abramson for introducing me to the piece, and Michelle Koffer, yes. and um, yeah, I met... And Erica Katzen. Yes, Erica Katzen. So it's Erica Katzen and Michelle Koffer and Mike yeah. Abramson. They've been amazing. Yeah, it's, it's a and great even, and, 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 um, and Michael... Michael Leone has yeah. really done both producing and mm -hmm. directing. They're all doing like everything. Just wearing hats. They're all just juggling hats. Yeah. <laughs> so what's you know, next for you? After I'm this. doing the New York Fringe Festival. Oh, and you're I don't heroic. know if I had, <laughs> if I had known that. I don't know whether I would have committed to this. Wow. Because in the middle of preparing, yeah. I had cleared out everything I was doing. I had all the time in the world to read my script and just because Michael kept saying, "We are doing everything for you. All you have to do is study the script." Yes. And when Michael was in New York, he came to New York for Peter's memorial service. And that's when he said, do you want to do the Fringe? Mm -hmm. I just forgot about it. I mean, because from all I had to, nobody gets in the Fringe. Nobody over 20 gets in the Fringe. I'm over 20, by the way. <laughs> you can't see me, just but I am. Bit, and just a little bit. And he's a very nice man. <laughs> uh, I get a message from Erica saying, congratulations. I thought, for what? <laughs> and I read the thing that I sent to her, and it wasn't the Hollywood Fringe. It was the New York Fringe Festival oh, saying wow. congratulations. I oh, said, wow. oh my God. And I called Michael and I said, wow. I just got into the New York Fringe Festival and wow. everybody went berserk. And then I got a 42-page manual telling me everything I had to do before <laughs> I left for California and I damn near lost my mind, which is why I didn't know the script when I got here. Oh, my goodness. It was insane. Wow, congratulations But we that. could not have done all of this work 
we are so prepared now for the fringe because I'm here. Yeah, and you've got a team. I've got a team and I got a script. Mm -hmm. So all we have to do now is build me a set. Thank you so much for taking this time with me and I wish you continued success. Thank you and very blessings much. from this moment Thank on. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All so right, much. ladies and gentlemen, this was Miss Gloria Rosen. Listen, can you hear me? An 1111 Entertainment Experiment Production. Take care. I used to be a person who spoke only for other people. I was told not to tell anybody anything. And now I tell everybody everything. But I do it all in my own voice. Thank you, Miss Gloria Rosen and staff. Now we're going into the world of rent books, music, and lyrics by Mr. Jonathan Larson. This is an incredible cast, ladies and gentlemen. I had actually the honor of working with one of the gentlemen, Mr. Diedrich Bonner, in uh, Ain't Misbehaving last fall at the ICT Theater in Long Beach. There's also Kate Bowman, Amber Bracken, Ariel Jean Brooker, Brian Keith Gamble, Lauren Joy Goss, Jonathan Grant, Cole Hammock, Michael Noah Levine, Juan Lozano, Allie Miller, who is the choreographer as well, Tyler Olchensky, James Oronos, who was not there that night, and the role usually played by James was played by Michael Noah Levine, who did an incredible job playing Mark. Also, um... That night, the guitar was played by Alex Imami. And there's also Regan Osborne, DeAndre Randolph, and Jessica Rowe. As I said, the director's Kristen Boulay, musical director Morgan Fitch. And um, I think we should just jump on into it, okay? And you'll hear from them after. Here we go. <laughs> How you doing? This is Uncle Earl, your host, Captain and DJ of the Underground Experience here in wonderful Los Angeles. I was just amazed by a performance of a group of individuals. It was a production of Rent at the Hudson Stages. I was called by Michael Abramson, and uh, he said, get yourself down here and check out this show, and I'm so glad I did. And I want you to meet everybody. Everybody say hi. Hi. That was a little off-key, but they do better in the show. <laughs> So, I want to start with the director, Kristen. How you doing? I'm great. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing wonderful. You did such an amazing job. Thank you. Kristen Boulay? Yes, Boulay. Oh, I'm pretty good. Mm -hmm. Boulay. Boulay. Okay, Boulay, pretty yes. And uh, where are you from, Kristen? I'm from Baltimore on the East Coast. East Coast? I'm from New York. Really? Yeah, okay. okay. Been to New York many, many times. Yeah. Okay. And how long have you been out here? Six years. Six years. Mm -hmm. And you started a company. Yes. Yes. About a year ago, okay. we started. Let them have it. Yeah, well, we have this am <laughs> amazing company, Two Cents Theater, mm -hmm. um, a year old. Mm -hmm. This is our, Rent is our big blockbuster opening. We've mm -hmm. done a few smaller shows, um, starting with the last five years, mm -hmm. last fall, and then a, some cabarets and little stuff in between, and now we're doing Rent to kick it off. Mm -hmm. um, also doing Private Eyes, right. uh, which is running in, uh, alongside Rent on Thursday nights and Sundays. Cool. Um, but yeah, we became the residents here at the Hudson very Yay. quickly. We've done many <laughs> shows here now. We love it here. I'm nice. um, going to stay a lot. And we're just, we're really all about um, creating this community of artists who can come together and, and use each other um, to do what, what we want to do and what we live for. And we're all about taking things that have been and, and were and making them new and fresh and making them their own and just sharing them and changing people and affecting people and everything that artists live for. So well, you're doing it well. Thank you. All right. <laughs> and I want name, rank, and serial number. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ariel Jean Brooker. I play Mark's mother and others in the ensemble. I claim I'm from New York City because I've lived there the longest. <laughs> I grew up all over the world internationally. I'm DeAndre. I play Gordon and others in the ensemble. I'm originally from Washington, D.C., um, right. that area, Maryland, Virginia. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's... My story. Hey, hey, hey! My name is Nicole Hammock. I'm coming from Charlotte, North Carolina. Been out here a year next Saturday. I play the man, various ensemble characters. Yeah! <laughs> 
Are you sure that's not a blonde wig? Because you got a whole lot of soul up in you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm Keith Campbell. I play Benjamin Coffin III. I'm originally from Sumter, South Carolina, okay. also a Carolinian. My folks are from South Carolina Mullins. Oh, so from Mullins? Oh my gosh. Yeah, we got to talk. <laughs> See how my voice got high? I got so excited. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we do. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I've been out here about eight years, and yeah, I'm just having a wonderful time, and so thankful that I got involved with this project. My name is Diedrich Bonner. Yeah. I am from, well, I'm playing Tom Collins in the show, and I'm originally from Alabama, so you're a true Southern boy, unlike the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a blessing to be in this show, to be doing this role, I must say. And I'm glad to see you up there. Yes. I love you. We're friends. Mm -hmm. We go way back. Mm I don't dance much. So. <laughs> I'm Jonathan Grant. I play Angel. I'm originally from Missouri, but I lived in New York for about 10 years, and now I live here. All right. Here to stay? Uh, we'll see. I'm Kate Bauman, and I play Joanne Jefferson, although I am white, and because <laughs> you can't see me right now, and I am also from Baltimore. Kristen Boulay, the director, and I went to high school together, and so we go way back. With the French ambassador's daughter, her dorm room, and his quarters, and you. With Nanette Himmelfarb, the rabbi's daughter at the Scarsdale Jewish Community Center. Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, I'm Amber Bracken. I'm ensemble, so I'm a little Alexi darling. Okay. Little Roger's mother. <laughs> a little druggy, you know. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm from North Dakota, okay. so Midwest girl, and I hope you all come see Rent. Mm -hmm. Hi, my name is Lauren Joy Goss, and Lauren Joy is my first name. I'm playing Mimi, and I'm from Philadelphia. And I've been here for almost six years now. Mm -hmm. And I know that you're an indie soul singer. That is correct. Mm -hmm. So you might have to lay something on me. Oh, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> hey, come on Lozano. I'm playing Roger. I was born in San Francisco, so I'm a NorCal kid, and I like to party! Time flies! Jessica Rowe. Um, I play, I'm also in the ensemble, and I play uh, Mrs. Jefferson, even though I'm white. A lot of that going around. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, and other various ensemble characters. Originally from Missouri, also. Uh -huh. Yeah. Juan and I are in a band together, actually. Ooh, yeah, okay. the Freedom Ledges. So, yeah. We may have to talk too. I'm Tyler Olshansky. I play the Seasons of Love soloist, uh, among other things. I'm, I'm originally from Detroit, Moda City, 
grew up in Scottsdale, Arizona. I've been here about seven years now. Yeah, it's real exciting. <laughs> I'm real exciting. I'm also white. Okay. Also white. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like My name is Michael Levine, and um, I play Paul and the squeegee man and the pastor. But tonight, I got the pleasure to play Mark. Yeah. Uh, great job you did. Thank you. Thank you. Great Mark. Thank you. And where are you from? I, I think I'm the only person in this room that is born and raised in Los Angeles, California. Oh, you're Los Angeles. Yes. Lenian. Whatever that is. to you too before I get you know where my mouth uh, I'm Morgan Fitch yes I'm the uh, musical director and uh, bass player um, I'm originally from Vancouver Canada and uh, I guess that makes me the whitest one here okay <laughs> <laughs> why is this show important right now anybody the best message ever is to share love that's the main thing to live your life like you don't have tomorrow and to share love to spread love and that's just something I think is universal for any group, any color, any race, anything at all. If you just love each other, life would be a lot better. Because you get to see you, you get to see people who don't maybe have a tomorrow, and you get to see how they operate. And if if all of us could could learn a little something from that, and that sort of, and not that you know, God willing, none of us will be in that situation, but. But what you can gather from how one lives their life, if there may be no tomorrow, is, is huge. Acceptance is another huge key in this show. It teaches us that we aren't all created perfect. Everyone's different, and that's what makes this world go round. This is, and so many times, so many issues that come up in life, it deals with people not accepting other people, not accepting who they are. And it teaches you, if you just love yourself and accept yourself, then you'll be able to open up and accept everyone else that comes along in your life. I think the show really brings um, the audience and actors out of their comfort zone. And once you get there, you realize it's okay. You know, like dealing with stuff on stage you've never dealt with before. The Jonathan's in drag, you know, you're dealing with things that you've never dealt with before. You're very close to people you don't know that well, or at the beginning of the show you didn't know very well. I mean, you realize it's okay. And it kind of helps the audience to deal with that as well. Like, you know, they see all this stuff going on that you would never see in another show or on the street. And they realize when they leave that they're smiling and they enjoyed it. And maybe not everything was bad. And they were kind of forced somewhere they didn't plan on going but they're glad they went. Everybody can connect to this show. It's not a show that's just for a particular type of people. You may have no interest in, in theater, musical theater, any of that. You see this show and you will be affected and you will leave a changed person because it has so many characters and so many themes that it touches on, like everybody's saying. Everybody will find some way to connect to it and there's, it's impossible to leave the show not being affected and touched and moved and changed. <laughs> gift and in that return it gives it back to you so i wish you much continued success and blessings on what up with soldiers everybody yes and before i get out of here i've got to talk to the man mike how you doing hi how are you <laughs> i love talking to him because he's always so excited you know? <laughs> 
the first time I met him in Dream Girls, he was like, he was going to jump out of the skin. I was running around like this with the mic. <laughs> it was a crazy evening. It was, it was a very exciting How evening. How are you doing? I'm good. How yeah, are you? I'm great. I'm thank great. you thank so you. much for coming. And it's... thank you for inviting me. Of course. Yes. Of course. And you, you birthed another baby. Yeah, well, I guess that's part of it. Part. I don't take all, them all the credit. Over I don't take all the credit. I mean, this was really yeah. Two Cents Theater Company. Um, Two Cents Theater Group that really gave birth to this and really created its vision and its passion and its love. Um, I've I've been honored and thrilled to be part of this and to be working with the with the company at Two Cents because they're 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 wonderful and they're so passionate and warm and they really they really are the definition of ensemble and and really including the cast of Rent in that it's it's an ensemble. Very strong ensemble. They all care so much for each other. They all, they love working with each other. And it shows it's infectious. It really is. Um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you. That's all I can say. Thank you. And yeah, thank you. That we, again, we really appreciate yeah, this. Yeah, keep on calling Uncle Earl. Come on down. I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> so could you all give me one group rent? Rent! All right, y'all. See y'all later. Ciao. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in today, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you had as much fun as I did with all three of these projects. I mean, it's amazing. You Please support the arts. We really need you. And the Hollywood Fringe Festival is still going on. You have until June 30th. So get out there. You can Google it, Hollywood Fringe Festival. It's going on. They have hundreds of shows happening all day long in hundreds of theaters all over Hollywood. So please, please, please get there. And by the way... Ebony Cabaret will be performing at Friend Central this coming Friday night, June 28th. So if you want to check us out, come on down. We don't bite much. <laughs> Once again, thank you. And please check out our website, www.ultimateunderground.com. That's www.ultimateunderground.com. Get involved, check out the movement, and show your love. This is Uncle Earl signing off for now. Take care. Ciao.